Today, we are spilling the tea on relationships. I mean, it's the perfect weekend to do so, don't you think, Crystal? I mean, right on time. We are talking all about relationships, internet dating, what it's like with social media, self-awareness in relationships, and love after heartbreak. Love after heartbreak. That's going to be a good one. A good one. Oh my gosh, I'll probably end up tearing up again, pissed off all over again about a past heartbreak. Girl, <laughs> let me take the earrings off now. <laughs> so we're going to introduce our guest for the episode. We got some heavy hitters today. First up is Neha Ali. First of all, she's my best friend, but this yes. girl, <laughs> this girl is making major moves. She is a producer at CNN. She is a two-time Emmy-nominated uh, producer for CNN International, Woo-hoo. and she's just all-around girl boss. She is. She really is. <laughs> I mean, she be owning it. Yeah. So next up, we also have Drake, certified personal trainer in the Atlanta area. Well, I tell you, this girl is killing it. Show is. I mean, within months, her clientele has increased by 20-something clients. That's what's up, Drake. She is killing it. So, I mean, and she's hilarious also. She she keeps it real. Hey, Neha and Drake. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Good afternoon. So, yesterday or the other day, we posted this um, question on our social media, Mm -hmm. and it was... What is your love language? And I know a lot of people get tied up into the five love languages, but we kind of opened it up to what is your personal love language? So I just want to make sure you know, like, you don't have to stick to those those five. Um, I know mine. Okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> all right. So my um, words of affirmation mm. and... Um, mm-hmm. What is it? The physical touch, mm-hmm. physical touch and words of affirmation. Those are my, like, that's where I ranked the, that's where I had the highest percentage. Okay. So does yeah. your, cause Drake, I know you haven't been in a relationship as long now. How long have y'all been dating? Uh, Six months. Okay. So and that's what's her name again? Deja. Deja. So does Deja know your love languages or you think she's still figuring yeah. it out? Nah, we actually had a conversation about it the other day because uh-huh. we feel like that's was, you know, you got to talk about those kinds of things yeah. and, we, you know, open your eyes to the other persons because yours, your love language may be 7% in this category. I feel like I have three. Um, words of affirmation is definitely one and um, quality time is definitely another one. And then like half of one, I guess, or like, you know, a little bit of one is physical touch. Uh-huh. But the first two are definitely, um, and Jay and I have talked about love languages, and he doesn't know his still, but <laughs> I feel like, you know, but yeah. Do you think, do you think love language changes in every relationship, depending on who you're with? Oh, I do. You think so? Yeah. I, I don't yeah, think so. I, I think so. I think, I think what, you know, what people perceive love languages as what you want you know, like what your love language is, but it's also what you give. So mm-hmm. like, I think what we give to others is also a love language, but it doesn't have to be the same as what we want. So mm-hmm. like yeah. gift giving, um, Crystal would know, like gift giving is one of my love languages that I give to yeah. others. I agree. Yeah. So let me ask you this. When did y'all figure out what your love language was? When I started 
questioning myself. Like, am I asking for too much? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like words of affirmation, that just comes naturally. I, like how Neha said you you give a love language as well. I I always give um, words of affirmation. I just feel like, you know, reciprocation is a big thing, but not everybody is built the same. Right. So I figured out mine like maybe like three years ago. Okay. And they've stayed the same. I, I I've done the little quiz online <laughs> and you know <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it's it's pretty much stuck. Like always words of affirmation. I think it was in my twenties, like when I was just getting kind of over with these like crappy relationships and, you know, really trying to figure uh-huh. out who I was as a person and what I really wanted and um why I was feeling the way I was feeling with the people that I was dating, yeah. you know, cause you, sometimes you look for things in other people and when you go, don't get them, it's like, they're the bad guy, but necessary. It's not necessarily always about that. It's sometimes about, you know, maybe they just don't know my love language and how to love me. That part. I honestly didn't know until after marriage. Mm. Really? Mm-hmm. I was that late in the game. Um, I wasn't aware of love languages at all until I was gifted the book mm. at my wedding. Mm. And I finally got to the book sometime after the honeymoon and stuff. So um, for me, it's words of affirmation. And I made up my own, too. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> to be specific. <laughs> See, I kind of stay away from the book because my love language is gifts. And I feel like that has such a negative connotation. Maybe be like... Dang, you a gold digger. It's like, <laughs> I, I'm not even about that. It's like, be, so I like to say consideration. Like, if you're at the store and you see something that I like and you pick it up and give it to me, it can be daggone uh, some Starburst. Yeah. You know, yeah. but you know that I like the pink Starburst that just came out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You give me that. That's a gift. Right. But it's more so the thought behind it. I'm like, okay, yeah. you love me. That kind of ties in um, to acts of service yeah. for me. Acts of service, eyes, Crystal. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah, like in a sense, you know what I'm saying? Because it's not necessarily, it's like solidifying um, that the person cares about you, not what they got. Right. You know what I'm saying? But the message behind the, it. How they did that part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't no gold digger, sis. <laughs> <laughs> what are your top three deal breakers? And are mm. secrets allowed in relationships? Ooh. I'll go first. Yeah, go ahead. So, Still <laughs> <laughs> <Build> that tea, <laughs> sis. <laughs> My top three deal breakers would have to be cheating, codependency, and unrealistic expectations. Wow. When I say that, I'm going into, like, financial and lifestyle, mm-hmm. like, but yeah, codependency is probably number one. I don't know why I even said that um, second. But well, cheating, I don't know. All three of them. <laughs> They're all the same. Way. They're all the yeah. same level. <laughs> Wait, so yeah. we know what cheating is, but what do you mean by codependency? Um, codependency, when I say that, I mean, like, when you feel as though you have to, like, your partner has to make up for how you feel. Mm-hmm. Um like, let me see. So, I mean, the, the definition right here is excessive emotional or physiological re- reliance on a partner, typically one who requires support on account of illness or addiction. So that just that to me, that's just a draining, a draining characteristic to have. And I've dealt with that. Yeah. yeah. You know, 
always um, taking or have feeling like I'm the blame for how this person is emotionally because of their past. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like there's more healthy ways to deal with that. Like we can we can talk about it. We can you know, we can do so many other things. But like pointing the finger at, at that person, the, the the other person all the time, that's just mm-mm. I think a yeah. part of that codependency is like when we rely on others for our own happiness. And Mm. yes, and it kind of, you know, like that is being codependent on someone and not realizing Mm -hmm. that our own happiness is our own happiness. And, you know, Mm -hmm. other people can be a part of it, but they don't make us happy. Like they, they're just, you know, a part of it. Neha, what would you say um, are some of your deal breakers? And I guess we'll get to the secrets after that, too, if secrets are allowed or not. Um, I think, yeah, definitely. I mean, cheating, definitely. Um, uh, just like, I think family values, I'm a very family oriented person. And um, just with some of the people that I've dated in the past, it hasn't been something that, you know, that's been like, on the same page as me. And mm-hmm. it's been a huge deal breaker. And just one of my like aha moments like I don't need to do this because I love my family and if you can't be involved with my family and you don't fit in with my family it's it's a deal breaker like you're not you know Mm -hmm. we don't need to be together and I think the third one um and my family I'm not just like my immediate family I mean like my friends as well like my best Mm -hmm. friends you know people who are really close to me because I love them too and I want to see them and hang out with them and if you don't mesh with them that then you know I don't really Mm -hmm. I don't really see you and I together. Um, yeah. Yeah. And the third one, I, I don't know if lying is the same as, I guess not. Like, I don't like lying. Um, yeah. That's a deal breaker for me. Like, Would you say secrets are allowed in relationships? Is that a form of lying if you do keep a secret in a relationship? Oh, that's a tough question. Um, I don't think secrets are allowed. Um, now, I, can it be like, you know, Jay uh, going to Crystal and, you know, telling her he's going to propose kind of secret? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Let's manifest it, girl. Speaking it to an existence. You know, like, <laughs> sure, that, that, that's totally, that secret is completely allowed. But, <laughs> but I think, Cheers that, that. yeah, a secret that's like, something that's gonna hurt me or you know just you're just being shady like just because yeah. you you feel like it's gonna hurt me if I find out or I don't know that's not allowed I feel like that just that's a red flag like that's a deal breaker yeah so what if it was something from Jay's past um that he had never told you about but you feel like you should have known do you feel like that would be a lie per se or I don't think it would be a lie. I think it would definitely have been a secret. Um, And it just depends on what it is, right? Like if he like was married in his, you know, in the past and he never told me that's a big secret. Like that's something that we would have to sit down and have a conversation about. Like, you know, why did you feel the need to not tell me knowing where, you know, where I've come from and like my past. Well, there are secrets and there are boundaries. Mm. Mm. Um, secrets, hell no, nah, that's not allowed. Yeah. Um, a secret, 
you know, I just feel like laying everything out on the table from mm-hmm. jump that could affect your future is something that a relationship should consist of. Now, boundaries, that goes as far as like, like <laughs> bank accounts. Yeah. All of that. Like, I ain't got to let you know about all of that. <laughs> so <laughs> that that's, you know, when it comes to that kind of stuff, like, you know, it, that's how that's how I look at it. But I'm not going to keep a secret from yeah. you. Like, you know, I'm going to let you know that I, I was married before, yeah. you know, yeah. and any baggage that I might have that could affect us that I don't have, by the way, guys. Um, <laughs> I'm going I'm I'm, I'm to let that be known. <laughs> I'm going to let that be known. Yeah, I'm not going to. You know, I, I just feel like I'm too grown at this point to to be playing with anybody and for anybody to be playing with me. So let's just lay everything out on the table and go from there. Wait, wait, wait. So, Nicole, Period. what are your top three deal breakers? I would say lying. Mm-hmm. Um, it seemed like all of us can agree on lying. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because really, mm-hmm. I mean, once you lie once... That trust is, is broken. Yeah, it's, it's broke. Hard. And it's hard to, it's to build that thing back up. And it leads to more lies. Like It does. Yeah, because you got to keep yes. lying to cover up. <laughs> that <not>. first lie. <laughs> yeah. Um, someone being stagnant is a huge deal Ooh. breaker. Mm. I'm Ooh. an extremely ambitious woman. Mm-hmm. So, and mm. I mean, I'm, I'm, when I have a goal, you know this. Like, all of y'all know. Yep. When we have a goal, yep. all four of us, we're going to move on that goal. Mm-hmm. It's not just a dream that we're going to have that's about it we're gonna figure out how to reach it um so someone that's stagnant is is a huge deal breaker um so lying being stagnant and being insecure Mm -hmm. i think we all have insecurities Mm -hmm. we all have insecurities Mm -hmm. try to think of one myself like when i had to do an interview for work last week and had a pimple on my face But we have internal insecurities, Mm. um, which we all have. But it depends on the circumstance of that insecurity. If it's something that I can deal with. As much as I wanted to say cheating, I've I've accepted cheating before, Mm. which is crazy, you know, to admit Mm -hmm. that. But it's like a lot of women been through that. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I think now that I'm older and in a more serious relationship, that is definitely a deal breaker. Like. No, I'm not going for that. But in my younger days, I accepted things that I maybe shouldn't have accepted. Um, so I think lying is a big one for me now. Like, no lies. Um, no jealousy. Don't be jealous. Don't be jealous of my friends, my family, what I got going on. Like, hype me up. Be my support system, my rock. Um, kind of be my, be my friend. And then the third one, I think, would be, oh, just inconsiderate. Like, if you're not thinking of me, if you're not, if you're not considering me in your, your day to day, in your plans, in your future, I just don't see it working out, you know? So let's turn up a little bit. All of us have experienced heartbreak, every single one of us. Tell us a bit about finding out after heartbreak. I recently got divorced last year and it was kind of crazy because um, Jay and I have been friends for 13 years and he's always been in my life. um, Just, you know, someone who's a friend and I never really intended on being with him, but 
you can't stop what the universe has for you. Like you can't, you know, you just, you can't stop what, when things are supposed to be. Um, my ex-husband said he wanted a divorce like December, 2019. And then February, 2020 is when Jay and I just kind of started getting serious, like into a relationship. So I think for us, it was more the friendship and the trust that we had in each other that led to kind of, you know, us falling in love with each other. Um, he was super supportive and just, you know, there every step of the way. Um, you would want a man or, you know, a woman, a partner to be there when you're going through trauma in your life. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was just kind of something that happened and I didn't really plan for it. Back in the day, my mama used to always say, you find your husband like when you're not even thinking <laughs> of it. So I remember like doing my hair and makeup just to go to the grocery store. Like, <laughs> but I'm you. like, I'm thinking too hard. I'm thinking uh -huh. <laughs> Drake, what about you? How do you Am find I? love after heartbreak? Well, I feel like I had to do, personally, I had to do a lot of self-discovery, self-reevaluation in order to make sure that I had the love for myself mm. that I was given to, mm. you know, people that I loved or was in love with. And, um... So, you know, I got a divorce, I think, what was it? I left her in 2018, my ex. Uh, and, you know, I would dibble and dabble after that, you know, had a <laughs> friends and stuff I would like talk to. Like me personally, I I was able to be alone. And I knew that because I wasn't automatically in a relationship. But like I said, I would I would have, you know, people that right. I would talk to and stuff. So. But I always have moments when I'm like, damn, I kind of do really want, like, a relationship. And, you know, um, honestly, I was on Hinge. Y'all know what Hinge is? Yes. I know y'all know what Hinge Well, okay, okay. Yeah, so I was on there, and I, it just was always, like, a joke to me and one of uh, my old friends. We always used to just, like, be on there and be like, like, look at him or look at her. Not him for me, but yeah. him for her. And, um... And I ended up coming to, coming across uh, my now girlfriend's page, and she just—I mean, we we linked up. We went to this place called uh, Whiskey Mistress uh -huh. or something like that in Buckhead, and I don't know. She just was just so genuine mm. and understanding, and she's just great. Up. Yeah. Heard it here first. Yeah, Dating apps do work. <laughs> <laughs> yes for sure they do how do you love yourself while in the relationship me personally I meditate um I do like affirmations I try to do daily ones but if I don't get to it I always you know take breathers throughout my day I'm self-aware I work out I eat well um I spend a long time as well you know like we might we might be together a lot, but I'll make sure to spend my alone time and get get my make sure my head is good. Yeah. And I feel like yeah, that's self love. Sure. It is. Um, something that helped me kind of during the transition of after the divorce and getting into this relationship, and you know, it's also something that I'm taking 
now when I'm in this relationship is um, just like my spiritual journey and my connection with God. And um, I started praying a lot more and just, you know, just I feel like that's helped me. So like now every morning I make sure I read some of the Quran and like, um, Uh you know, when I just wake up or just like that connection, because for me, I lacked that in my previous relationship. Um, Just Uh like a, a, both of us kind of having a spiritual connection with God was, I mean, it was more me than him. And um, I don't want that, right? Like it's something, I guess that's kind of also a deal breaker is like, um, how is your relationship, you know, with your faith? And um, that's helped me kind of self-love and like remind myself that I am an individual and I need, you know, my own space and my own time, um, but besides that, Target has been great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like weekly strolls around. I was in Target the day before um, for two hours. And wow. I was just like, this is self-love for me. Like, I enjoy this. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know? Like, I am yes. completely okay with that. That's so, great. Yeah. It's, um, you know, just me time you know you have to make yourself happy i think they have said that yeah and so if you really don't know how to make your own self happy how can you expect someone else to make you happy so spending having that alone time Mm -hmm. putting good stuff in your body nutrition wise working Uh out clearing your mind reading but whatever it is but having that one-on-one time with yourself i think it's very important yeah yeah totally what is something that you Knew was a bad decision, but you did it anyway. Mm. Okay, so um, honestly, it's embarrassing, but whatever. So staying with my ex, yeah. the one that I was married to, after Ooh. she cheated on me, um, because it caused so many insecurities, mm-hmm. which are not necessary. I'm not blaming it on her. I take accountability for for staying but I stayed and then she proposed to me and then I said yes very embarrassing so that's definitely something that I knew was a bad decision I just at that point I was so young naive and just um I just I just wanted to be I felt like I was loved I moved my whole life from Georgia to Illinois for someone that cheated on me you know what I'm saying and just wasn't good because down the line it just got worse and it was just a very toxic mm-hmm. situation after a while you know yeah what about you I think um I remember dating this guy who lived in Brunswick Georgia and Crystal probably remembers him too oh um <laughs> and, tell us more and so uh I would drive down to see him like every other weekend and you know one of the things that like I always thought about after that relationship ended was like why the heck did I not go see my best friend like as yeah because it's <laughs> I think she's a little salty still I she is she is that was kind of like 10 years yeah. ago but <laughs> <laughs> like and even even till this day so let me tell y'all the story okay so this guy so I would drive down and see him right and one day like we I'm down there and we he went to go he played basketball for the local like college there and so he went inside to like one of his teammates apartments to go get some 
stuff. And I was still in my car and he didn't have a car, which is a freaking like, come on, red flag. If he doesn't have a car, like you shouldn't. <laughs> but anyways, I, I was generous back then. So went inside and he left his phone in the car. And so his phone starts ringing and um, I'm like, okay. And then, but then it hangs up and it rings again. So then I actually, you know, I don't want to be a snoop, but then I was like, okay, somebody really important must be trying to get in touch with him. So I checked the phone and it's some girl calling him. So I'm like, who is this? So I just, you know, a part of me in my gut just said, answer the phone. I answered the phone and I'm like, hey. And she's like, hey, who is this? And I was like, this is Alan's girlfriend. And she was like, no, this is Alan's girlfriend. I was like, excuse me? I was like, no, you're not. I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm sitting here in the car with waiting on Alan to come out of his like friend's apartment. And he was like, and, uh, sorry, she was like, what? And so she pretty much just told me, like, we, like, you know, I got over the anger and we actually talked. And she was like, he told me that you guys had broken up like months ago. And that was like, you know, that it ended in like, I think the, this was happening in like July. And he was like, he told her that it ended in like March of that year. Okay. And I was like, no. I was like, we've been together for like seven months. And she was like, wow, I had no idea. Like, I'm so sorry. You know, she was just apologizing because it was a lie that was told to her. And we both were kind of just lied to. And so I remember just him coming back out. And of course, I went off. And um, that night, like, I think it was like two in the morning. And it was too late for me to leave. But I remember, like, Crystal wasn't in town that weekend. Like, she wasn't at Georgia Southern because if she had been there, I would have totally, <laughs> like, called her and, like, hey, I'm coming. Like, you know, but she yeah. wasn't there. And for me to drive four or five hours back home at 2 o'clock in the morning was not a go. So I remember sleeping on the couch that night. And yeah. he was, like, trying to make up for it. I remember him, like, leaving to go get me a gift or something. And the guy was broke, okay? So... He, he didn't have any money to, like, get me flowers or anything. That's how broke he was. And I just, like, let that happen. And then I left. And then I continued to talk to him. I remember, like, we tried, like, kind of, like, getting back together again. But it just, I remember driving back to Brunswick after that, like, one more time. And I just, I was done. Like, I couldn't do it. I was like, I can't believe I put myself through this. And yeah. that was it. Anyway, we gave him enough time. <laughs> I know. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> College days. Mm. College days. Had a little thing, you know. He was fine, you know, kind of stuff at Albany, Georgia. And, <laughs> and we were just messing around, you know. Like, just having fun, messing around. Um, no strings attached. Because that's what we all say at first, right. right? And then someone catches feelings. Right. And that someone was Moa. Mm -hmm. And um, I thought I could change him and make him have strings attached as well. Mm. And I just continued doing the do. You know, but it's almost like we were doing everything that boyfriends and girlfriends do. Mm -hmm. We were going out to eat, going to the movie theaters, uh, walking me to class, you know, all this kind mm -hmm. of stuff. But he didn't want a relationship. Now let that continue mm. for a bit um, before it just kind of mm. finally got to me. 
Yeah. Like, that's not what he wants. Yeah. And it's crazy because yeah. it still felt like a heartbreak. Mm. Yeah. Because my emotions were in tune mm-hmm. with him, but his wasn't. Mm-hmm. You were friend zoned. Oh, yeah. I was totally friend zoned. Totally friend zoned. Um, but I mean, I guess that's common with people too, even though they both say no strings attached. Is that mm-hmm. truly no. a thing? <laughs> like, that's another episode that we'll yeah, have to talk about. For sure. Because one person, if not both of them, one person is going to end up yeah, yeah. at the end of the day. Totally. Oh. Let me pull out my laundry list. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'll take it back to college. So, mom, I was dating this guy, and we had started dating in the fall. And in spring, he was online. And I told my mom he was pledging. And my mom said, Crystal, when he gets those letters, he's going to change. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Mama, he love me. Mm-hmm. He be jumping over grass for me. <laughs> <laughs> he be sneaking to call me. And, stuff, so he me. and sure enough, it was like a couple of weeks later, and he was just out there going to different parties, different girls. I mean, one day after we were intimate, and he handed me another girl's panties. <gasps> yes. Yes. <gasps> Yes. What? And I still continue what? to be with him. Yes. Yes. Crazy. Young and dumb. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> for all of us. Young and dumb. Well. Yeah. Yeah. So, I knew I shouldn't have been in that. Goodness. And my mama had told me, but I was trying to prove her wrong, of course. Um, and I was still just like stuck in that, you know, we're going to make this work. That's what I was saying earlier that whole cheating thing. I'm so guilty of just trying to forgive and like look past and oh it's just one mistake but right. that mistake leads to a plethora of insecurities and just trauma that you yeah. have to deal with and ultimately I mean that happened in college but here we are years later and I can I can I know that it still impacts me and even in my relationship today, you know, that's something that I knew going forward that I, I wouldn't want. I'm, I will not deal with. I will not tolerate that at all. Yeah. What is one thing that you would share with your younger self? Mm-hmm. Um, like early, like early 20s time frame. <laughs> um, for, for me, it would be Ashley, know your worth mm-hmm. and love will come. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As simple as that. As, as long as you just recognize your worth, don't deal with no BS type of men trash men which I think also was a lesson learned to build me to the woman that I am today true that as long as you just recognize your worth love is going to come I think for me it would be you are smart smarter than a lot of these guys Uh and um your your intelligence will scare them so if they are Mm. scared by it don't be with them mine would be to try to find my purpose mm. and the rest would follow. Mm. Find myself to find my purpose and the rest would follow. Don't go looking That's for good. anything, basically. Yeah. I think mine is a combination of all of yours. And it's just, do you, boo? <laughs> yeah. Do you. Don't worry about yeah. these guys. Yeah. Like, just focus on school, grades, your career. And like Drake said, everything else will align. 
I think we picked the perfect guest for yes. our first full episode. <laughs> <I feel calm>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel yeah, real good. Have a good day. Okay.